It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. I wasn't trying to power through a clip bar in the commercial. <laughs> I swear. Sorry, we went a little long there with the firewolves. We, we love like those, those guys. guys. They're awesome. Love those guys. Some but stuff around. You're chewing now. I'm trying to get my diet just right where the calories are hitting at certain times, and I didn't get to do something. So there you go. All right. <clears throat> All right. We're flying through this top four for Yeah, four big stories. Mohawk Honda. Where they always go out of their way to please you. What's the fourth biggest story, guys? Siena basketball plays tonight, 7 o'clock tip-off. They take on the Bryant Bulldogs. If you don't know about Bryant, they've had one hell of a 2023. Jared Grasso, if you don't remember him, I'm a huge Jared Grasso fan. You might remember him in the press conference a few years ago calling out Jim Beheim, saying, we got robbed, you're afraid of us, you don't know how good Bryant is. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but I love him. Like, I can't wait to follow his career. Until he resigned. This season as the head coach of Bryant, he might have gotten in trouble with the police, might have tried to drop the don't you know who I am. Yeah. His version of it is, hey, I, I coach basketball. I want to hoop in my driveway. He uh, is an interesting cat, but he's no longer ahead of Bryant. But Bryant was on the move from D2 to a NCAA tournament qualifying team. They take on Siena. Levac, I know you're going to give me grief on this, but it's been a long time since they've been able to do this. When you take on a Northeastern mid-major school at home that's competing against the same type of recruits that you are new jersey new york is this a must win for sienna no <laughs> i'll take that back is this the most important game of the season for sienna that's more guys is it is it the mac tournament no then no then no but uh, yeah i mean listen do you do you want to shut up media do you want to shut up you you want to shut up everybody who's not me and is somehow freaking out and not realizing that this story has been told to us many times by the Siena men's basketball team. Um, we're going to start a little slow. We're going to get it together. Once we have it together, we're going to make a run. That's what they do. That's what they do. I know I put a big snark sandwich together there with those stupid questions I asked, but if you had to rank the games that are the most important, yes, of course, taking postseason play out of it, the MAC tournament, like that's a given. But the Albany siena matchup was huge. Rivalry, they got smoked. St. Bonaventure, the rivalry, the cup, that's coming up this weekend. Bryant, Cornell, Colgate, like the schools that are doing well in New York, they should be considered big games for Siena because of those things. Recruiting, the future, making it a more attractive spot for recruits and everything else. I hope Siena plays well. I hope they just get the offense figured out tonight. This would yeah. be a nice win for Siena. I know I'm being a little snarky here, but I want them to do well. It does feel like a big game when you're competing with schools like this. Siena, let me rephrase this one more time. Sienna in the past would have smoked Brian. Like, okay. This wouldn't even be a conversation. The fact that it's a conversation now should concern fans of the program. I think it's a very I, fair take. Listen, yes, I agree. You should beat this team. You want to beat this team. All those things. But if you don't beat this team and then you you win the MAC tournament and get a get a bid into the NCAA tournament, is anyone ever going to remember this game? No. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I. I rest my case. We move on to story number three here, Levac. It's been such a packed day throughout today with football news and baseball news. We didn't mention the NBA. We didn't mention that. Uh, <clears throat> well, there was, they don't play that anymore, do they? The Bucks last night scored their season-high 146 points in the yeah. quarterfinals of the in-season tournament against the, the Knicks. The most important game in the history of the New York Knicks as they lose in the in-season tournament. It was, it was a heartbreaker for me. I... Don't know that I'll ever be able to watch basketball again now that the in-season tournament is no longer in in my in my in front of me. I 
This is I don't a- even know if I want to do this. I don't know if I can be a part of this. We promise. The snark and sarcasm is done after this. Levesque nope, just gave nope. his serving. I'm going to keep doing it. You know what? I'm going to finish this last play at Cliff Bar. I'm so upset. Here's the problem with last night. Nick Fan doesn't want to hear this, but this is the true, honest take about last night. Milwaukee didn't miss. Milwaukee shot 61% from the field last. 61? I've checked that stat multiple times. Please, tweet me if I'm wrong. I still feel like it's wrong. The stat <laughs> is that from the three-point, but on the arc last night. Milwaukee was so hot from the field last night. They outscored the Knicks by 48 points from three. There are certain nights where you have to shrug your shoulders and be like, what do you want me to do? They're not missing. Look, 48 points is a lot to get out beyond the arc. Milwaukee didn't miss. They did not miss. That's about as perfect as a game as the Bucks can play. That's it. Are you saying they came at the King and they bet not miss and they didn't? They did not miss. If you consider the Knicks the King, they did, did the not miss. The in-season tournament is behind us. How will we go on? We move on to story number two here. Von Miller is back with the Buffalo Bills at the facility and will be available for Sunday's matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. Dun, dun, dun. Although an investigation into an assault last week, Brandon Bean said this, quote, we weren't there. We're not the investigators. We don't. Obviously, you know, we had our conversation with Von and understood what he believes happened. And so from that standpoint, we can't get into it. It's an open investigation. So we'll just we'll let the legal process play out and he'll participate like normal in practice. That is the right answer. Yeah, it is. However, I feel the need to translate it. Hey, guys, we really need a pass rush. We really, really do. And at this moment, we're still able to use words like alleged and and reports and not actually talk about facts. And as long as we can keep from talking about facts and we really need a pass rush, Von Miller will be on this team. Okay, thanks, everybody. Go ahead. I'm going to need a LeVac classic quote here of how to describe this because I'm going to give a situation Bills fans you're going to get a little frustrated with about how I set this up. But LeVac has taught me a certain statement about being equal and how to treat people and everything else. Before you give that to me, Bills fans, there's a little bit of hypocrisy going on here. The Bills organization. Remember Matt Ariza, the punter? That didn't play out. Like, they didn't let the due process play out. The greatest punter in the history of college football was accused of something they cut him immediately. The process played out. He was not found guilty. Like, go through the evidence. Go do your own research, I'll say about that. But as soon as he was accused, he was cut. Von Miller's accused. Not only is he not cut, not only is he not suspended, he's playing this week. What's the old quote you've given me, Levac, about how to treat people? We're all created equal. Some are more equal than others. Von Miller, who is a soon-to-be, at some point in his life, Hall of Fame pass rusher, is slightly more equal than a punter who hadn't actually played in the pros. That's it. That's how it's summed up there, Bills fans. If you feel like you want to take your high horse and say, the Bills, guys, come on. Like, you're being unfair with my It literally happened. Like, the whole thing. You know, just admit it. It's okay. Like, the rules are different for Von Miller. The rules are different for a Hall of Fame pass rusher than a rookie punter. And some people are going to be like, okay, let's all accept that. And we'll move on to story number one. And also, yeah. let's not forget, though, they did end up looking a little foolish on the punter thing. Yes. Because there was. And, and it, it's weird, though, because there's still, though that now that there's a, definitely enough plausible deniability and everything in that story, still nobody's taken him, which is weird to me. One day, not today, but one day, mark this on the calendar somewhere, 2024 goals, Gaz's take about the punter's future in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. 
I'm ready not to fall asleep for that, guys. Sounds real, real exciting. You're going to give us putter takes next year, huh? Uh, story number one. After two days of speculation, the Jets have announced today that Zach Wilson will start at quarterback against the Houston Texans. Well, back, I know we covered this in the 3 o'clock hour, but now thinking about it one more time, is it weird? Is it odd? Here we are just congratulating Zach Wilson. I felt dirty doing this as the top story today. I felt like, should I even like, oh, yeah, this is great news, Jets. Gosh, this was nothing but snark in the top four. four. Uh, what do you make of this story that Wilson is back as the team starter for this upcoming weekend? Is he the best option they have at the moment? Yes. Well, there you go. That's the end of it. All done. I mean, we we did the dance. We talked about the things. It's, it, sooner or later, it comes down to... Who's your best chance of, of winning a football game? Who's your best chance of not embarrassing yourself? Who's who isn't hurt? <laughs> like all these things, they all come together. You know, we're there's a lot of there's a lot of theories out there now that that the the conversation of, of Zach Wilson worrying about hurting himself and stuff like that was a personal conversation. Was something he was talking to with somebody that he thought he could trust to just to just talk to. Not him going to the team and going, I am too important, and free agency is on my horizon. You shall give me time. So, if that be the case, it's a whole other animal. Help me here, because it's almost out of my age range. That feels very much like a Monica Lewinsky, Paula Jones thing. You could trust somebody, and then they told the <laughs> truth. Linda Tripp. Linda Tripp. Darn yep. it, man. Linda oh, Tripp. Fuck. John Goodman's one of his best characters on Saturday Night Live history right there when he did so, Linda Tripp. So close. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Probably both is messy. Right. Um, both stories, but in different ways. But, yeah, just, you know, he's the best option, so he will. He will trot out there this week, and we will see how, how it goes. Let's talk about Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They're located at the shops of Wilton, family-owned and operated business. If you're looking for a gift this holiday season, here's how you can do it. The 12 days of giveaways at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Guys, I've hit that point now. I thought I was doing great for holiday shopping, and every day I remind myself, you're not done, and you're actually not doing well. <laughs> Figure it out, but they can help you. All I got to do is go on Facebook, follow Lily and David Fine Jewelers on Facebook, and find out the rules how you can enter to be a part of the 12 Days of Giveaway. It's very simple. They're doing drawings every single day, and if you want that perfect gift for her, yeah, it's kind of easy with Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I know from experience, my wedding band, my engagement ring, and more, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I love supporting people like Alyssa and David and Tammy and G. 10-plus years in the industry, continuing to help people. Always hear great stories about Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They've shared some stories about engagements weddings, proposals, and more. I would love to hear about Also, Also, I didn't forget about you. Uh, I'll just say his first initial. Jay, good luck this week on your proposal. I want to hear more about it. I won't say any more. I love now that that's the thing people are telling me about them proposing. As I told Jay, secrecy, Lillian David Fine Jewelers is your hmm. spot for the two-for-one wedding man. So good luck this weekend, man. Uh, Lillian David Fine Jewelers, when you good stop luck, in, Jay. tell me you heard about my story. Goss's story from Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. All right, let's uh, let's keep this this party rolling. And by party, I mean maybe a playoff party. It's uh, next right here, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. USX Pest Control. Yeah! <laughs> USX Pest Control. USXPest.com. That's the website. Schedule that free inspection today. That's the thing. It's a free inspection. So while we're sitting here and we're explaining to you why we love the Platinum Service, all the great people at USX Pest Control, for free, you can experience it for yourself. Because there's something about someone going through your house, and it's in a very non-judging way. Like, it's just like a, hey, these things get in. That's why we have jobs. So 
oh, over here, this could be, you know, you said you had ants over here in the summer. Okay, well, this is what we would do to stop that. Well, I can look here and I can see that you have bats in the attic and they've been here recently. Like all these things they can tell by what's left around. So if you walk through and you just very bluntly tell Tim at USX Pest Control, like, hey, I heard something in the wall over here. He's going to go, yeah, it might be a mouse. Here's what we'll do. Boom, boom, boom. And they walk you through the whole plan. You know what you're getting. It's perfect. It works great. Save guys' marriage. Bye. My marriage was fine. USX Pest Control can help you this holiday season. Make the call if you've got some time off of work. Maybe you're using up those final 2023 vacation days. Maybe you figured out a plan to have the most vacation possible. I found out that's a new thing. How to maximize your PTO. Personal time off. Make it a call to USX Pest Control so your home is safe for 2023 and into 2024. USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. Do it. Do it right now. Call them we'll right wait. now. We'll wait. Callie, you call them and then you say something. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. That was fast. I do. What happened? You know what happened. Why is Return of the Mac still on? I Listen, there's some codes on here. There's no codes. There's, says, you just don't know what you're doing. No, no, no. Look, you LeVac don't. and Gaz. <laughs> Callie was going to give it another shot Have a there. seat, Callie. Okay, enough out of you. All right. Um, the... The internet, the way the world is, the, I don't the the false outrage has finally hit me to the point where I can't take it anymore. Oh no! <laughs> the false outrage over over the college football playoffs. Some very funny online videos about it. I've enjoyed that. You know, whatever. Uh, Florida State got screwed. Whatever. It, listen, I told you before it happened. That was my final four. Zach uh, Zach Harris back in studio on that Sunday show. He picked the same final four. Different, different slotting, same Final Four. The the thing I think that happened, like everybody keeps trying to figure out what happened in the in the college football playoff committee room, right? Here's what happened. When do you guys want to get yelled at? Or, or what do you mean? Do you want to get yelled at now, or do you want to get yelled at after the games are played? Uh, is there an option where neither happens? No, you either get yelled at now or you get yelled at after the games are played. I, now, can we get out of the way so we can enjoy the games? <laughs> Sure. Okay. Florida State's out. Wait, but they're undefeated. They're a power five conference. Blah, blah, blah. See, see, see. Well, how will we get yelled at later? When they play against one of these teams that's way better than they are and they get smoked and we get, why do you put on that just because they were an undefeated power five? I thought it was supposed to be the best four teams. No matter what they did, they were going to get a bunch of, of, of caca. So they chose to get the caca now and to give us the games that would be the most entertaining. When this happened, and this is my new thing I do in sports. If it's somebody you know is super passionate about something, it's going to give a strong take, you go to it. Like, that's the world in 2023. Hopefully you enjoy our show when certain topics happen. Uh, local sports, the Yankees, the Raiders, Syracuse, the Bucks, the Heisman, Albany Firebirds. I know we had the Fire Wolves on earlier. Like, we hope we can be the outlet for you, and you can always let your opinion known here on the voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan. I went to Danny Cannell. I don't know why that's the first name that <laughs> popped in my mind for Florida State, but I'm like, Danny Cannell likes to troll people. Yeah, I want to see what Danny Cannell, a former quarterback for the New York Giants and Florida State Seminoles, had to say. And he gave me what I wanted. Full Homer, yeah. Florida State take. And then here's what I loved after. He's like, I don't care. I still got my national championship. And then someone quickly wrote, oh, when you guys were crowned the national champions the season in which West Virginia went undefeated and you guys also had lost the game, but you had a chance to play for a national? I'm like, Oh, man, they got him good. <laughs> oh, man, they got him there. All right. Like, that's funnier to me than people digging up 
Kirk Herbstreet nine-year-old tweets about all Florida State's got to do and win. And they're like, that's not the same thing. Like nine years ago, taking a take on Florida State, a different team, but saying it's unfair how people are crowned national champions when you benefited from that system is great. Like yeah. that's hysterical to me. Well, and again, though, like what did you want? Did you want what was air quote fair or did you want what was air quote best? Because the, the argument that Georgia belonged in for me is stronger than the argument that Florida State belonged in because without their quarterback and maybe, you know, whatever, a lot of time to, to, for everybody to heal, maybe the backup's even better or this, that, whatever. I just don't see a scenario where Florida State goes out there and holds their own. Ooh, LeVac, you've stumbled upon something that I'm very excited to share today. If you don't have a dog in this fight, I know they're playing Georgia. No, they're not. Yeah, the dog is, play, is right. out of the four. Yeah, right. A pun intended Although or not. Husky, I have a Husky in this fight. Yeah, I guess. Uh, here's the drama I can give you. If you're not a big-time college football fan, but you like people who stick it to the man, and you want to see people do something back to someone, there's injustice in the world. I have a theory that's floating out here, and I think people are going to like it. It may not sound as impressive post-COVID, but I have something that's in the works here. Did you see the report that came from the Associated Press today about the Orange Bowl? No, you may not have. Tim I Reynolds. Not. Tim Reynolds, shout out to him. He's got some Capital Region ties. It'd be he cool. said some very nice things about Will Brown lately. He has. It'd be I cool like if it. he answered my calls again, but that's fine. No, 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 I don't know what his deal is. No, no, no. Says he doesn't want to come on a podcast, but then does Ken shots a month later. I'm not holding a grudge. But anyways, um, Tim Reynolds. Want me to call him? People don't like you, so you don't like me. I just, like, if you're going to do a podcast, then say you're not. But then you didn't, whatever. I'm not over that, but I'll move Obviously. on to the story. Tim Reynolds has reported that the Orange Bowl press conference was canceled today between Georgia and Florida State. If you may remember, immediately following the presentation of the college football playoff, the semifinals, quickly, Georgia and Florida State had to do a press conference to promote the game, and Mike Norvell, the coach of the Seminoles, clearly wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> now, the press conferences happened today. There are two theories here, LeVac, in the mind of Gaz, and I'll give you my first one. The first one is the Orange Bowl doesn't want this to be the talk of the Orange Bowl. They want people to be excited to be there. They have a presentation. They want to make money. They, they don't want negativity around a bowl game that they're hoping makes their yeah. sponsor a ton of money. Right. Like, that's the traditional easy answer. Let's do the fun one instead. Though. Okay. I like fun. Florida State's not showing up. Mm. Let's play this for me, right? Like we've seen in COVID that teams don't go to bowl games because team has COVID, can't play. Like we've we've seen that happen. Way back in the day, before I think even you and I were born, this used to be a thing where teams would just say no to bowl games. Like, we're not going. Like, we would rather go to this game than that game. They'd get invited by multiple bowls, and they actually would pick what they thought was more prestigious, and that's how they'd claim the national championship in the matchup. How great would it be for Florida State fans that they know that the four-letter network airs the Orange Bowl? They know how much money has been sent to ESPN to air this game that's blocked out five hours of advertising and millions of dollars will be made by the presentation of the Orange Bowl that Florida State right up until the end says, yeah, we're going to play. And then right the day before says, you know what? Stone Cold Steve Austin, look at these fingers. Bye. We ain't coming. Figure it out because you guys screwed us. We're not playing in the Orange Bowl. And we're not doing it because we don't like the Orange Bowl. We're not doing it because we want to stick it to our seniors. We're showing ESPN how injustice is. We're not letting them, who we believe is the scapegoat, benefiting from us. We're not coming. 
What do you make of that theory that maybe is going to start getting floated around after today's canceling of the press conference? Uh, it would have to be now. Why? Right? Because a uh, little thing called lawsuits. Um, it, there's a You enter into a contract when you go to those things. Like You know what I mean? So I'm sure that part of this deal is, you know, just because they don't do the folding table with the nice chairs in the middle of the ring doesn't mean there isn't a contract signed. We will come to your bowl game. We will we will we will act accordingly. We'll do what we have to do. We'll make our players available. We'll do all these things. Um, so I don't I don't think that is what it's going to be. I think you'll either hear right now, hey, we're not we're not going. We just don't care. We're not going to do it. We're not going to sign up. We're not going to be part of it. Or kind of what you're thinking, but a little bit different scale. Players opt out. Individual players. Um, I have a shared verse. Yeah, I have a swollen ankle. Um, I am a senior. I don't care. I'm going to go in the transfer portal and then don't go. Um, like I think, but as a team, you still have to. If you agree to be in that bowl game, you got to be in that bowl game, or else they'll be able to sue you for lost revenue, unless there's like a good reason that would pr protect you. I don't even know. You might be right. You might. The only reason I'm asking might is because I don't know how that worked during COVID. I think did you got like a special COVID rule? Like uh, I would think, right? Probably, like some I mean, of that nature. Bowl games got canceled a bunch in 2021 and 2022 and a few. So they just stopped having it. I would assume we have now a precedent sent by COVID that this could happen. So you mentioned the players opting out, right? I think that is very much a possibility because we see that in a lot of bowl games. And that could be Florida State's excuse at the end. I believe Oregon did this last year. Oregon or UCLA. It might have been. I know it was a Pac-12 school that they got up right against it. And they basically said, like, we don't have enough players. What do you mean you don't have enough players? No, no, no. We had so many people leaving the transfer portal on our defensive line or offensive line that we actually can't feel the squad. I believe it might have been the Holiday Bowl. I gotta check that in a second here. That they basically told the Holiday Bowl, we don't have enough players, we're not coming. They could stick it to ESPN and say, sorry, we're not coming. And guess what? I think Florida State fans would say, Good. Good. I don't. think but I still I think they'd have to do it now. I think it would have to be, we're just not gonna go. Because even if like when they do it, you're still you're still hosing them. I think if they go, we're not going to sign up for that because there's there's no way that you put together something as big as as you know what this is. These bowl games, the money that that is incurred, from, you know, the Orange Bowl is not sitting there going, Florida State and Georgia, you are cordially invited, and not expecting RSVP in writing. You know what I mean? Like it's not going to. Like it's just it's just too it's too there's too much money it's too business there's too much to it so like once you agree to it you're gonna have to sign go to it I'm sure that there's some kind of financial setup to get you there uh, the players are all guaranteed a certain though not money but they're given the, a stipend to be there and do things and on top of that they get that gift basket there's like a lot of things that go into it that I can't as the Orange Bowl as the NCAA. Once I contractually agree to, you know, C4 energy drink is going to be on everybody's podium and this, that, and the other, I've now taken money for that. So, like, that's money that I'm going to have to give back if you just if you just duck out on me. I guarantee you that's a lawsuit that, that the, the bowl, the host, the sponsors win. I just guarantee it. They'll get, they would get money. So, if Florida State wants to... Which what didn't Florida State just go crazy trying to raise 120 mil? Yes. Yeah. Which isn't that what it costs to get out of the ACC? Yes. Um. So Florida State wants to cough that 120 mil over for damages to the Orange Bowl. Eh, don't just don't show up. You want to make a you want to make a statement against the NCAA? 
Tell everybody right now, I'm not doing it. If you want to make a statement against the ACC, go. Don't complain. Don't say a word. Just go and then leave the ACC and maybe announce it that week. So we were both kind of right about what we're talking about here because I mentioned a Pac-12 school opted out of the Holiday Bowl. It was the Holiday Bowl of 2021 yeah. when UCLA opted not to go. And to LeVac's point, the Holiday Bowl then wanted $3 million from UCLA. Exactly what you're talking yeah. about. All the things, the damages, the sponsorships lost, and everything else. So, yeah, there could probably be a combination of both these things of we, you owe us money, you opted in, all that stuff. I would say hopefully over the last four to six minutes of LeVac and I talking about it, what do you, and you can let us know on social media, at the Jeff LeVac on Twitter, at Tom Gons, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, the Fox Sports Facebook page and on the iHeart app, doesn't what LeVac and I just talked about become more intriguing than the actual game itself? Like, Georgia-Florida State, I think we kind of figured this out. Most of Florida State's not going to be there. They're probably going to get smoked, and it's not on the high list of bowl games that I want to see. That I just presented seems way more in- interesting than me than breaking down the game of teams who don't want to be there. And we're not going to have this very often anymore because of the expanded playoff next year, but I hope that's the storyline around the game. I think it would be much more interesting to me if Florida State doesn't show up. They'll have to pay. I'm not disagreeing with that. They'll have to do something. COVID did set a precedent. I find that more intriguing. That's the only thing Florida State can do to get back at them because what they're not going to cancel the playoff. Nobody's going to pay them. They can do this pandering for votes for politicians. That's really, I believe, besides joining the SEC, but the damage is already done. You're not playing in the playoff. The only thing you can do now is say, kick rocks ESPN. We're not going to support you if they think they're the scapegoat. It would be, I mean, but again, think about it. If you do it right now, there's no games. There's no nothing. You do it right now, you're the only thing anybody's talking about. You do it then, it's bad. It's going to hurt. But if you do it now, you don't have to pay anything. You just say, I'm not going. The other thing is, I bet the conference has an agreement. Yeah, they'll probably take the next ACC team, but that's why I kind of screwed everything up because all of a sudden yeah. it's like, we'll just say Louisville for an example. Hey, uh, Florida State's not going to the Orange Bowl. All right, quickly get Louisville. We're going to switch this. They want to wait till the last moment to really right. kick. Again, it's, but it's still, if you do it right now, it's the only thing everybody's talking about. It could be as simple as the Orange Bowl didn't want to have bad press. That's like the easy layup take. I find the second one I think is not the craziest to be another take of why this could be building. Because I saw the comments under Tim Reynolds' post who covers, if you don't know where he's based, he's based in Miami. So like, I'm curious to see how people are responding to this. That was 90% of the takes from whether Florida State fans or college football fans all was opt out of the game, don't play in the game, yeah. kick it. Like That was the overwhelming response to that conference announcement today. But if you again, if they just don't, if they say we're not playing now, there's probably no real repercussions. If they say we're not playing, if they sign and let everything go, and then the week, the game, they're like, um, aren't you guys supposed to be here? Oh, yeah, we're around the corner. Like, you know, it's like, cause remember, you're there for at least a week promoting and everything else. So I, I just, it'd be fun. It'd be an interesting thing to see. I just can't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to the players because the players end up in a bad spot. And I wouldn't do that because you're going to owe them a lot of money. But aside from that, like, but right now, if you, if you go, if he goes in that room, he looks at all his players, and he goes, I need to know if you guys want to play against Georgia. And it's not for the championship. Do you want to do it? And if everybody goes, no, we got screwed. Okay, we're not going. That's a different thing. I just can't imagine there's 100 kids on a, on a college football roster. I just can't imagine you get 70 of them to say, no, I don't feel like being in a bowl game. 
maybe the, the maybe the top, you know, like the Jared Versus and those guys, maybe the you know Ken Coleman, all those guys. Maybe they go, they were peace. We're we're just we're good. We did what we need to do. We're good. We're gonna go make millions in the NFL. But I think the majority of the guys are gonna be like, no, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go to Orange Bowl. I want that. If not, it probably trickles down. All of a sudden, Syracuse is in the Orange Bowl. Look at that. Ooh. <laughs> Told you I like this theory. <laughs> um, I, I just again, I just people are gonna be mad at some point. You know what I mean? People are gonna be mad at some point. Florida State, you you're you're mad now, but we saved you from a beating. I mean, you might still get beat by Georgia. You better hope they don't care. You really better hope Georgia don't care because I still think Georgia whoops you. I think Georgia Georgia, in my opinion, is still a top three team. I would have put them in over. I would at least put them in over Texas. I might have put them in over Washington, to be honest with you. But, you know, we already got one conference crime. We don't need a whole other one. <laughs> don't need that, no matter what. Um, man, I just I, I just love how upset everybody is. Listen, I didn't lose any sleep over it, personally. That's my, that's my sleep pun, so I can start talking about the integrative sleep center in Boston. <laughs> huh. Got to have a like sleep it. pun every time. And that's how I let Dr. Fred Dreher and the crew over at the integrative sleep center know. I'm about to start talking about you guys. I had severe sleep apnea. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to have anything to do with it. My snore was terrible. It was awful. Um, I would lose my voice every year because it would get so bad. Uh, it was just, it was just, it was bad. And if we were all on the road, if I was out with friends and we'd stay at a hotel or whatever, or I'd stay at a house, then it, it, we're ridiculous amount of complaints the next day from how loud I snore to also, hey, do you know you stop breathing in the middle of the night? And I would ignore it. I'm sleeping. Leave me alone. The fact of the matter is it was ruining my day. Because I wasn't getting any rest. My health was in jeopardy the entire time. Sleep apnea means you stop breathing. Went, got the test done with Dr. Fred Dreher in, in the Integrative Sleep Center. Found out it was severe sleep apnea. Mouthpiece keeps my airway open. Simple, easy. They, they help you through the whole process. It's amazing. You got to do it. If you're snoring, if you wake up tired all the time, give them a call. 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreher in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They'll help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better too. Play of the day coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Guys, listen to this. Oh, look at that. A C4. Little, little orange slice over here. That's right. Look, I got, listen, I got Flocky. You, I got a lot of other stuff to do. We got play of the day still. I got a lot to do. I need explosive energy. I can feel zero sugar. C4. Stop by Stewart's on the way and grab myself an orange slice. Well, yesterday, if you were listening to the show, you might have learned that LeVac bought two rows of C4 and <sighs> orange slice, and yet still none for me, even though you bought. Oh, maybe, oh, just maybe second. your buddy grabbed you a Starburst because oh. he knows you like Starburst. Made a special stop for you today. Thank you. Because I know you got a lot to do today. I know you're, you're not just stopping at the end of the show. You got to keep going. Figured I'd grab you a little C4 Starburst performance oh. energy drink, sport and fitness, it says right there. It's all yours, buddy. Look at that. Here's what I'm going to do. Thank yeah. you, Levesque. That is yeah. a surprise I accept your apology. I, I, you're, you're welcome. Or Wait, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm not, one of those three things. I'm <laughs> What's gonna, the thing that gets me to C4? I have a 445 wake-up coming up on Friday. Okay. I'm going to drink that on Friday. I'm telling you right now. Well, they make go. more. You can have this one today, and then you have another one Friday. I mean, it's just, I wouldn't do more than one a day. All right. Know? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll have that one today or tomorrow or Friday. I love C4. Actually, I know you have it tomorrow because you won't You won't go to bed. No. C4 is what I need in my system. I'm done with coffee. I don't even like other energy drinks. C4 is what I want in my system. It always tastes good, gives me the boost that I need, and has so many different flavors wherever your day takes you. You need that extra boost. I know, LeVac knows, and you listening. C4, grab it. It's not that expensive. It tastes great, and it gives you the boost that you need. All the things you need to get through a day. I invented a new drink, by the way, too. What's that? You know how you do orange juice and, and vodka? You call it a screwdriver? Yeah. This is the explosive screwdriver. <laughs> That's what I do. C4, orange slice with the 
right there. C4, grab some today over at Stewart's. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. How about the sonic screwdriver like Doctor Who? Are you going to call it that? Yeah, I like how C4 just gives us, you guys, we know you love it. We know you're both obsessed. You could say whatever you want about C4. It's true. Making our own drinks and doing whatever we want. I love it. Yeah, don't don't talk about it as a mixer much. Okay, I won't do it much. Um, <laughs> I won't talk about it. I'll be about it. How you like that? All right, time for the uh, play of the day. is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet, where they uh, always go out of their way to please you. And, of course, Mohawk Chevy together. Let's drive. Guys, I got my... My took is handed to me yesterday, so I'm, uh, I may have to um, abstain from the wagering today. Oh, no. You're not going to be abstaining from anything. You will give okay. a play of the day, and you will like it. I don't know if that's true. I'd like to point this out. It is December. It is a Wednesday. Sports is supposed to be slowing down here. We're supposed like college football is over. Baseball's got the hot. So- this is supposed to be one of the slower times in sports. Not if you listen to today's show. We have been packed. LeVac, we have been so packed today. Some would argue the biggest news locally today we have to do right now, and that is the news involving Saratoga and the Belmont Stakes. June, the third leg of the Triple Crown will be run at Saratoga. What? Now, the length of the actual race is being adjusted. Belmont, known for the mile and a half. It will not be a mile and a half race. Now, a lot of those things are being changed and talked about more, but Saratoga will be the home of the final leg of the Triple Crown this year. It is happening so there's two ways to look at this, because we haven't covered it today. One is that we've been so busy, and I try to make an excuse for us. Or two, we, and you listening are a part of this we, we all kind of knew. Like, who did you want us to hear it from? Tony Olivato, president of Naira Betts? He told us. Pat McKenna, Naira Communications Director? He told us. If you listen to the show this summer, nobody made it a secret, right? Like, we I don't think told. it wasn't. It wasn't a hundred percent, right? It was because, because it was. It was one of those ones where, like, you, you know, when you tell somebody no but you nod yes, like it was just like that's what it felt like from all of our friends at Nairo the entire the entire summer. It was like we don't have all the details yet, and the head's just going up and down like a like like a happy just puppy. Just yeah, I'm in. It's the magic of radio. Nobody yeah. can see that head nodding. Although yeah. you and I can, right? Unless you joined us under the beer tent this year. Uh, I know in the top four four we talked about the economic impact and what it means, and there's still a lot of questions to be answered. But to think about having a leg of the triple crown, the Travers awesome. is awesome. Saratoga, look. Well, there's the question: does the does having the Belmont at Saratoga in June take away from the Travers in August? It's a great. I would lean towards no. I was going to say it's a great question because of how do they adjust the schedule and what comes together. I would say the answer is no, but, and this is being very fair, maybe being too polite with this answer, Saratoga needs a win. It was a rough summer. It was because of rain and because of other things that happened. You don't have to be a Sherlock Holmes to figure that out. It was not one of the best summers in the history of Saratoga. Some would argue one of the toughest summers in Saratoga. Having the Belmont, which has produced magical moments, if you're a horse racing fan or just a sports fan in general of American Pharaoh winning the Triple Crown. I was there when Justify won the Triple Crown. I was there in attendance. One of the coolest sport events, maybe number one for me, and coolest sport event I've ever attended. And then you had the New York story last year and everything else, 2023, the most recent race. This is awesome for the Capital Region. There's going to be so much stuff surrounding this. It's so unique. I can't wait for this to happen. Now it's basically been confirmed. Today's been the day that this is going to happen. So it's a huge deal in the Capital Region for a story 
that really doesn't still happen until 2024. So you you've gone to the the Belmont at Belmont. Yes. Um what do you think? Like how how is obviously I'm very I'm very prejudiced in favor of Saratoga. I love the track. I love the community. I, I love I love our friends who who run and work at Saratoga. Are you are you afraid that Saratoga is not big enough at all? Ooh. Um, until this moment, I have to be honest. I haven't thought about that question yet. <laughs> I just got so excited, like woo, triple crown, yeah, woo, big race. Uh, what's the infrastructure? How does it happen? How do tickets work? Who's in? Who's out? Luckily, I don't get paid to figure that out. That is not <laughs> a part of my. No, no, and obviously, like people far smarter than you and I are already thinking about that. Um, we asked Pat McKenna about that, and and it was, you know, I said capped at fifty thousand because people keep saying that it's not capped. It's what the safe number, blah, blah, blah. That's how we've always, it's all that's allowed in here is what's allowed in here. Do you think like they're going to have to open stands on the other side or something like that? Like, is there going to, do you think they're going to have to make changes or do you think it's just something that's going to work out because, well, it's Saratoga and they figure a way? I will offer the best answer I can to that question. I know that when American Pharaoh won the Triple Crown in 2015, the crowd that was there caused changes to happen later on. The crowd was so big for American Pharaoh that people yeah. were like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Now, some would argue that they ran out of beer and other weird stuff happened, but they didn't expect what? something as, oh, sorry, you know, American Pharaoh is what it was. Uh, for the Justifying Triple Crown, when we talk about how many people were in attendance and how it came together, that was my bachelor party. So the level of me working as a media member trying to figure out those storylines of 2018's Belmont, I have to admit I was on break. So I was having a great time at my bachelor party. So I, to the economics of that and how it came together and the money and all that, I would just offer this up. This has been in the works for months. These questions you and I have will be figured out. As to this racing season itself, that I find the most intriguing. Because if the Belmont's moving, what else has to move? If anything, do they want it to move? How many races? Is it just this one? How does the schedule get changed? Let's even push it further. So construction is happening at the Belmont. What about 2025? Like, what mm -hmm. if Saratoga does so well that maybe they do this again in the future? What does it mean for? There are so many fun questions, and I know a lot of times in horse racing recently they've been negative and not the answers people want to hear. But I get so excited hearing that that the Capital Region has to have an historic moment. You and I will, I believe, no doubt agree on this. And this is not Capital Region focus. This is sports in general. If you have somebody in your family or in your friend group that's maybe not the biggest sports fan like you are listening, if you listen to us, we know you're a big sports fan. We know you like pop culture, entertainment, all the other stuff. We bring our variety of ways we cover sports. But this is the stuff in sports that does better than anything else because it's not a game. It's an event. It's not a match on the pitch. It's an event. This will be an event that even the casual sports fan will be, I want to be there in 2024 in June. When Saratoga hosts the Belmont, that is, I was there when type stuff, which does better than anything else in the sports world, and we get that coming up in 2024. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It is. It is. I just, you know me, man. I got to sit there. I got to look at it. I got to. I got to shake it out a little bit and see how see how it feels. But uh, I'm um, I'm pretty fired up for it. I, I really hope that uh, the traveling schedule of a certain football team allows me to be at it. I have a wedding that I'm the best man in, and it's luckily the next weekend. So he, 
He made a good call. I don't know if he did that on purpose um, or not because I would have been really conflicted. And I've already spoken to our sales team today. Come on. I know that it's going to be one of the most frequent questions we're going to get over the next six months. Will we be there? We will do everything possible to be there. There's a lot of things. June 6th, you said? June 8th. June 8th? Okay, so you went to the Belmont in what year? 2018. 2018 as part of your bachelor party. Yes. Will you wear the same outfit to this Belmont (laughs) at Saratoga that you wore to the Belmont five years ago, six years ago at, at the time of the race? You know what I'll say to that? I'll say a second request to our sales team. I was looking good. I had a pink suit on. I, I got some pictures from that that I was looking about as fly as I've ever looked in my life. I'll use that term. That's not outdated please in 2023. Please, please don't. I will make, if we also have a gym to sponsor this show, I will do what I you, can in my- you have, to get a, you have to get a gym to sponsor you to wear what you wore? I think that's a fair request. I think that's a very fair request. Someone can be on this journey with me. Gaza's March to the Belmont to get back in a pink suit brought to you by- and then you tell me the gym that I will have onto that journey. That will inspire me, Levac, and you in the capital region to join. Insert gym here. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I'm totally with you on this. I think you should just have to wear it no matter what. I think it'd be hysterical to see if you uh if it's tighter than it was yeah. before. Yeah. It's just you look like you look like the Hulk right before the clothes pop. You know? That'd be phenomenal. I've never done this, I think, in the history of this, although I tried this yesterday with you, for our play of the day, our wagering tips. Can I suggest a wagering tip for you that I think you're going to like? Yes, please. 8 o'clock tonight in the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are above 500 right now, take on the Houston Rockets at the Toyota Center in Houston. Yesterday you mentioned that you're becoming a fan of the Houston Rockets head coach who wanted to fight LeBron, and now the... Video is coming out of him guarding LeBron early in his career and getting absolutely toasted. <laughs> Do you want to take plus two and a half for the Rockets at home on a Wednesday because you've become a semi-Rocket fan? Here's the night to do it against the young Thunder team. So I'm offering you a pick before you've even made one. There you go. No, it's on the table for you. your picks suck. Your I, didn't picks, t- I didn't take this game. You're, you didn't take uh, FAU last night or the other... 15 different ones that you've you've said no, before the end of the show. Hang on. I took the Devils for the over and the win. Did they almost blow a three-goal lead last night? They won the game. Don't it? Yes, they almost blew the lead last night. I said I thought about it. That's what I said into a microphone. I thought about it. Yeah, everyone, everyone in your plays that you convinced me to do tanks horribly. Tanks horribly. Okay, so you did convince me. Oh, okay. You did. I bet them. I didn't bet them. I didn't put a lot on them, but I did put some money on them, and and they they tanked horribly. So I don't think they ever led. So that's a no. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I have a budget. Fine. I'm taking. I have to take. I have to stay within my budget. So if I bet tonight and I lose, I may not be able to bet Thursday night football. And I'm way more. Even though it's a terrible game this week, just a god awful. Just, I mean, I, I wish they'd flex it out down to like, you know, Pop Warner. I, I still, I still want to make sure I can play football instead of whatever caca you throw my way that I'm going to lose on. Okay, so that's a no for Levesque. My game tonight is the over NBA over. So let's get to this world now. Spurs Timberwolves 7:30 tip off. Give me the over at 2:30 and a half. Guys, why have you decided to do this to yourself to bet it over in the Spurs Timberwolves on a Wednesday in December? Why? Because I want it to be the battle of the young stars. I want the big French fry, Victor Webignana, 
to try to outplay Anthony Edwards. And I want Anthony Edwards, who now is becoming one of the superstars of the league. He's got paid a ton of money. Uh, the young Kevin Garnett, I think, is too big of a compliment, but he is really fun to watch. I think COVID has hurt his popularity, but I want these two to duel tonight. I want 40-point games out of both of them. I might even play some props with the overs on points on both of them. Over tonight, Spurs, Timberwolves, 230.5. That game is in Minnesota, the target center for the red-hot T-Wolves. Mm, no thanks. We'll find out more about that game tomorrow. <laughs> LeVac, we are back tomorrow at Mohawk Honda. Come ah. join us in Glenville, Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. We're looking forward to having a live show from 3 to 5. It's me. It's you, our guy Zach. A quick Omaha. He's going to be joining us tomorrow. So get ready for some Zach Boyden in your life tomorrow, LeVac. And also, my pilot is currently not in the iHeart yeah, parking you, lot. You look, that vehicle looks... Whose vehicle is that that you're driving? It's my mom and dad's. I think it's mom my mom's. And dad's? I think it's my mom's. You actually. don't know what's your mom's, what's your dad's? I is that bad? I'm not yeah. I don't really know anymore. That's, Who are those uh, people? That is not your pilot. Where is your Honda pilot? My son had a half day today, so okay. my parents wanted to come up and take him out and be yeah. grandparents. I don't know so if he, I don't cars. know if three people would fit in that car that you drove here in. That Honda Pilot has two car seats. They're having a great time around the right. Capital Region. They did everything they could to get themselves into the Pilot today. Maybe they should buy a Pilot if you're no, listening to that. No, they've got, they got the Empty Nest Special out there. They're not, they, that Pilot's too nice. That's why they come and visit you so much is to drive the Honda Pilot. Mohawk Honda can help you or your parents or your grandparents, whoever's important in your life, to find the vehicle that they want for the future. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Join us tomorrow live on site from 3 to 5. Let's do them a favor and just go trade that in at Mohawk Honda for them. Let's go find them something. Because like right now, I feel like if both your parents wore like black shirts, it would look like those windows are tinted. That's a small vehicle. Do you have to pull it back for it to charge up and go forward? Is it one of those ones where you got to pull it back and then it runs across the rug? Is that curious to see how I'm going to get back there today. I'm curious to see how you're going to get in there. Uh, I'm going to get a shoehorn. That's a tiny, tiny. Look at my truck just behind it. Just looks like it's a monster next to it. My truck's like, where's the pilot? At least there's a, at least there's a vehicle that can carry some people comfortably, and and with some style and some class. Uh, <laughs> your dad's gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> your mom already hates me. It's fine, but your dad's gonna kill me. All right, everybody. We're like I said, Mohawk Honda tomorrow. Looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. Have a great night. It is Fox Sports Radio ninety five nine nine eighty. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face.